Hello and welcome to Camel Screen Guild Players from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Merle Oberon. This is Arthur Kennedy. And this is Hugh Douglas saying, Welcome to Stars in the Air. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, our Stars in the Air brings you 30 minutes of transcribed enchantment, a tender and deeply moving story, the story of a man and a girl who found their way through darkness to light. Starring Merle Oberon as Kathy and Arthur Kennedy as Dan, with John Brown in the role of Chick, Stars in the Air is proud to present RKO Radio's memorable motion picture, Night Song. time, I guess. A guy at the piano, a girl standing by. Only this time it was a little different. The guy at the piano was blind. I know, lady, you're probably half drunk and you want me to play a song to remind you of some guy. Well, you're out of luck until this gets finished. I call it a concerto for Sweeney, and I'm never going to end it. How does it sound? It sounds as if Sweeney might be very interesting. Honey, come on, baby. Don't you think you'd better come back to the table? Why should she, buddy? I'm Exhibit A in this crummy joint. I'm the blind piano player. Well, look, there's no need to... George. Uh, okay, honey. Let's go. Dan? Chick? You ready to beat out another set? I was standing here. I heard what you told her. So? That's what I like about you. You're such a friendly guy. Somebody ought to do something about it. Yeah, somebody ought to. Meaning me. Excuse me, miss. Yes, what do you want? I was talking to the lady. You see, this is a very hospitable clip joint. We don't like people to be unhappy unless it makes them want to drink more. So I better apologize for my friend at the piano. I didn't know he was blind. Oh, some very nice people are blind. He's very nice himself, but uh, well, when he gets around music, something happens to him, you know what I mean? No. I didn't think you would. Good night. Kathy, I didn't come here to be insulted. <laughs> of course not, George. Why don't we go? And so she went home. But a few nights later, she was back again, alone. 
I think I knew she'd do that, too. I waited till we finished the set, and then I ambled over to her table. Hello again. Hello. Got a new piano player, have you noticed? I noticed. What happened? Oh, he quit. Quits about once a month. He's a very unpredictable character, Miss Mallory. How did you know my name? Doesn't everybody in San Francisco? Miss Catherine Mallory, patroness of the arts. And my name is Chick. Please sit down. Oh, thanks. Tell me, was he blinded in the war? Nope. Afterwards. What he was playing the other night, is that his own? Oh, yeah, yeah. Piano concerto he started two, three years ago. He won't finish it. Won't finish it? He hasn't written a note since his eyes went out. He'd rather pound the piano in a crummy joint like this. That's his way of selling pencils. He's Mr. Blind Man, and nobody with eyes can tell him anything. How about somebody without eyes? Like who? Like another blind person? You know somebody? I was just thinking. Look, I don't get you. This guy is blind and he's in bad shape. You, you got a jillion dollars, everything you want. What are you slumming after him for? I want to help a man who can write like that. Any way I can. That's all. You must love music because you live by it. Well, I don't live by it, but I love it too. You couldn't help him? I could try, couldn't I? I it wouldn't take. See, I know the guy. I live with him. I pour his beer. I make his bed. I read books to him and spell out the big words. I take him walking on the beach. When? Look, I know him. There's only one thing he wants from somebody like you, and that's to be left alone. I think you're on the level, but... What beach? When? Municipal beach, tomorrow morning. Ah, fresh air feels good. Must be a beautiful morning, Chick. Oh, yeah. Surf's pretty high. One of these days, we'll fish in that surf. <laughs> Only fish I ever caught was a silverfish in the tux I used to own. <laughs> you might charm a halibut with your clarinet. Is there many people on the beach? No. Just a uh, girl. Who? What's the matter? Uh, nothing, nothing. I, uh... Gee, I thought I recognized your voice. Oh, oh hello there. I... Uh, I guess you don't know my friend, Dan Evans. Um, Dan, this is... Uh... Mary Willie, in case you've forgotten. Uh, Mary Willie. Mr. Evans, you may be holding out your hand. If you are, I'm sorry I can't see to take it. I'm blind. Blind? Mary, I, I told you about him, didn't I? Oh, yes. This is Dan Evans, the pianist. Look, why don't you two wait here? I'll go get the beer from the car. Sure. As well, I'll be back in a gym. <sighs> I've always loved the sound of the surf. I think there's music in it. Don't you, Mr. Evans? Yeah. I hear you're a very fine musician. So you're blind, huh? And you like music. I love it. Chick has told me so much about you. I'd like to hear you play sometime. I don't play anymore. I trade boogie-woogie for beer and hamburger. Why? I still like to eat. You know, I wish... What? I wish you'd teach me to play... Maybe you like to be around blind people. I don't. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean... Hey, uh, kids, right off the ice. What's the matter? Ain't you two talking? I asked him to give me piano lessons, and now I think he's angry. Oh, he's an angry man. Now, if you wanted to take up the clarinet, we could do business, eh? Want some beer, Mary? No, thanks. Tell me, can you play at all? 
Why, yes, a little like. Well, you care, Dan. She's busted. She couldn't pay anything. Don't mind him, miss. He's a very mercenary character. Oh, does that mean you... I don't know. I don't know. Come on, Chick, let's walk. See you around, Miss... Uh... Mary. Mary. Come on, let's go, Chick. I've got some steam to work on. Chick, what do you think? I don't know. With him, you never know. Are you with me or against me? I'm where you put me, dead in the middle. <laughs> Only one thing. What? You can't work in that Knob Hill Palace of yours. No mink coats, no limousines. No. Nobody loves a millionaire except politicians and powers models. And me. <laughs> well, what should I do? Well, be poor. Get a little joint with a piano and a hot plate. Clean but crummy, understand? Clean but crummy. <laughs> I understand. I had to hand it to her, all right. Catherine Mallory, who had more money than a German soprano has chins, moving into a little dump like that. She went all the way, too. She knew a blind girl wouldn't be living alone, so she brought her aunt along to live with her. Everybody called the old gal Willie. Yeah, she was hep, all right, so when I took Dan over on my way to work, she headed straight for the kitchen and left them strictly alone. Here, sit right here, Mr. Evans. Mm. <laughs> it's a conspiracy. You've got me at the piano. <laughs> Is that bad? I like a piano. I try to keep it in tune. Is that all right? Oh, no concert grand, but I guess it has all the keys. Sounds like the keys are yellow. They are. They, they, they are kind of old and loose. Hey, Kathy, you want some coffee? For two, Willie. You'll have some, won't you, Mr. Evans? Kathy? Who's Kathy? I. Oh, oh me. You, you see, my name is really Mary Catherine. Oh, Please like Willie's coffee. It's horrible, <laughs> but please like it. You worry about people's feelings. That's nice. You have a torch? No, thanks. Very pretty. What? You play real pretty, real sweet. How long have you been blind? Since... since I was a child. Yeah, sure. That's what I figured. Why? Because you play like you had a nice, sheltered kind of life. Why don't you ask me how long I've been blind? You've been wanting to ask me. Go ahead. If you want to ask something, ask it. If you want to do something, do it. If you live like that... Uh, forget it. How long have you been blind? year and a half. Too long or not long enough. I don't know which yet. What do you see when you play? I mean, what pictures do you get in your head? I don't know. Sometimes it's the sun playing through a lattice, or the rain glimmering on a window pane, or flowers, a whole field of them. Real pretty. Rain on a window pane, and you nice and safe and warm inside. You know what rain means to me? It's trying to find a job in the mud. It's folding a newspaper under your shirt to keep you warm, except pretty soon the paper gets soggy and the water drips into your shoes and it never stops and you hate it. Did you ever in your life hate anything? Well, once... No, I... not you. You don't know what the word means. It's something that starts way down deep, inside somewhere, and it spreads all through you like poison, and you can throw away all your fancy medicines because they won't help, but they only make it worse. It's not very pretty, is it? It could be pretty, Dan. Yeah, pretty. The pretty pictures in my mind. Put them all together and they make music like this. Music for Sweeney. Half done on paper and it'll never get finished. Why not? Because the picture stopped a year and a half ago. How did... How did I get blind? I told you, when you want to ask something, ask it. 
Yes, I was going to ask that. Okay, I'll tell you. With all the trimmings. I went through four years of the war. Two years overseas and not a scratch. Then I came back and got to be a nice, safe civilian again. I was in a drugstore at the soda fountain. A drunken driver crashed into the plate glass window. The glass came flying. I was eating a dish of ice cream. Chocolate. Hearts and flowers. That's one you ought to know. I'm sorry. Well, here's that coffee you've been crying for. Thank you, Willie. Didn't mean to stop the music, though. Young man, that thing you were playing... Hearts and flowers. Everybody likes it. No, uh, no, I mean the other thing. It's good. How does the rest of it go? Willie, you mustn't ask him to play that. He doesn't like it. Who says I don't? Sure I like it. But you won't play it. Uh, maybe I will. Listening to Arthur Kennedy and Merle Oberon in the Stars in the Air production of Night Song. Our story will continue in just a moment, but first, here's a friendly inside tip. Tomorrow night, Playhouse on Broadway brings you the delightful drama I Married an Angel, starring Patricia Morrison and University of Louisville drama student Derwood Hyde. It's another hit for entertainment and for human interest. Tomorrow night on most of these same CBS radio stations. Don't miss Playhouse on Broadway every Sunday night on CBS Radio. Now back to Stars in the Air and Act Two of Night Song, starring Merle Oberon as Kathy and Arthur Kennedy as Dan, with John Brown as Chick, who continues our story. I guess that was the turning point that night. The next week, Dan started giving a piano lessons. And with every lesson he gave, he got a lecture. Until finally, he began to work. Give me a lift just to listen to him. Tearing our old piano apart. Making music for Sweeney. For Sweeney. And for a girl he thought was blind. At least he's working, Chick. I think that's something. You kidding? I think it's a miracle. <laughs> Chick, I've been wondering about his eyes. Is there anything that could be done? Yeah, a trick operation. Sometimes it works, sometimes no, but... <laughs> Dan, he'll only take the best. Some big surgeon in New York. Well, why doesn't he go to him? <laughs> you know that stuff they keep in banks? But I've got money. Why couldn't I? Oh, he's a very independent character. I could give the money to you, Chick, and then you could give it to him. Same thing. Sorry, kid, I, I got a rehearsal. Wait, wait, Chick... I know. He could win a prize in a musical competition. A big cash prize. Very good. If there was a big cash prize, and if you could get him to write the music, and if his music won it... But you forget, I'm Catherine Mallory. And Catherine Mallory is rich. She gives the award. Oh, wait a minute. But, Chick, you don't understand. It would be a real contest. He'd take his chances with the others. But his music would win. 
I know it will. And if it doesn't? Then it doesn't. Oh, please, Jack. I give up. Dan kicked like a steer about entering the contest. I guess maybe he was scared, afraid to hope too much. But the girl kept arguing, and Dan kept working. And finally, music for Sweeney was finished. Finished, copied, and mailed to the committee in New York. Then we settled down to wait. And we didn't even dare to talk about it until Christmas Eve. Christmas music is lovely, isn't it? It must be nice to live so close to a church. Yeah. Willie brought me over on her way to the services. I... I wanted to give you your Christmas present. Present? It's a telegram. Chick read it to me. The contest, huh? Why didn't he tell me himself? Because I asked him to let me tell you. I memorized it. Well, go ahead. I'm ready. It said... Delighted to inform you your concerto awarded Mallory Prize. Proud to give it first performance this spring at Carnegie Hall. Signed, Arthur Rubenstein. Dan, you won. Now you can go to your doctor in New York. You'll see again. No, you're going. You did this. Without you, it wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't be any use, Dan. They can't change my eyes. If you did it for me, you said you did. That's what I said. Then go on for me. I want you to. All right. But I'll be back. Oh, Dan. I'm sorry. It must be that Christmas music. Holy smoke, I won. <laughs> I won. <laughs> Willie. Hmm? It's been four weeks since they operated, two weeks since they took the bandages off, and not a word about when they're coming back. So? I have a feeling the operation failed. When you phoned them today, you talked to Chick. He told you Dan was all right. Then why didn't Dan speak to me himself? Maybe they're trying to spare me the shock. I think perhaps... You're thinking too much. That's the trouble with you. You're lonely and you're bored. No, no, there's something wrong. Willie, what do you think I ought to do? Just what you've been wanting to do. Oh, don't joke. I think he's still blind. Why? Because he won't talk to you? Couldn't that be because he isn't blind anymore? Oh, I hadn't thought of that. Well, now that you've added that bee to your bonnet full, you better let me do it. Do what? What I should have done last week. Call the Santa Fe office and get you a ticket to New York. Yeah, we... Mary. Or Catherine Mallory. Take your choice. Well, no use holding this convention in the hall. Come on in. Thanks. I asked downstairs. They told me Dan was out. Yeah, well, imagine you walking in here out of nowhere. <laughs> Small world, huh? Chick. Tell me, how was the trip? Pretty nice time of the year to come all the way... Quit stalling, Chick. You can tell me the truth. The operation was a failure. Failure? Oh, wasn't it? Oh, no, baby. It worked. The guy can see. That's all he's been doing, going around seeing. Oh, Chick. He really can. Well, he can see people on Mars. Oh. Here, use my handkerchief. Thanks. I got so frantic. 
I wondered why he hadn't come back. Yeah, I know. Uh, how's Willie? Uh... Willie's fine. Chick, why didn't he? Well, you see, the guy was blind. He, he was buried in a big black grave as big as the world. He was dead. And then suddenly he came to life. Everything fell in place again. Trees and streets and, and beautiful dames. I don't know. I, I'm just a clarinet player. I can't explain it very good. It, it's a big thing. You, you can't expect a guy to, well, to... To go back to a blind girl? Give him time. Maybe in a little while... Chick, you home? Oh, murder. I'll handle it. Hey, Chick, I've got it. The melody for that... Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Dan, this is... Uh... I'm Catherine Mallory. Mallory? You know, the Mallory Award, your benefactor. Be nice to her, Dan. She took us out of the streets. Yeah. Mr. Evans, I've been very anxious to meet you. We all think you're a genius. Even Arthur Rubenstein, who is one himself. Well, thanks. I'm sorry. Did I say the wrong thing? Oh, no, no. I, I just had a feeling... Oh, forget it. Uh, Chick, have you told Miss Mallory she's having dinner with us? Am I? You try and get away. <laughs> That's what I like about New York. It gets you off the ground. It's built that way. Even this restaurant, 25 clouds up in the air. It's lovely. Why didn't Chick come along? Oh, that guy knows everything. He knew I wanted to be alone with you. <laughs> really? How could he guess that? Same way you did, I suppose. Oh, Honest, you don't know what this means to me. I lived for so long with a sack over my head. A sack? Yeah, I was blind. Oh, yes. Chick told me about that. I imagine that now you're... Look, look, there's a terrace over there. Say, there must be some way of getting out. How about that door? Right! No, 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 wait a minute. Let's dance. Right! <laughs> you know, you're a very impulsive guy. I'm happy. Much more than you were in San Francisco? Oh, much more. Different. Why? Well, back there, I... <laughs> Say, this is an old trick. The woman lets the guy unwind. No tricks. I'm really curious. About what? Oh, about the place where the girl comes in. Doesn't a girl come in somewhere? Yeah. Let's get out in the terrace. <laughs> See what I mean? Impulsive. Look at that. That's New York down there. It's quite a thing, huh? Yes, quite a thing. This is where the guy in the book always says something very effective. <laughs> well, go on. Say something effective. <laughs> All I can think of is, ain't it pretty? You were telling me about the girl in San Francisco. No, I wasn't. You were telling me. You don't want to tell? Oh, sure, I'll tell. What was she like? Blind, like me. Then she isn't the woman in your life? She's in it. Part of it. A part you want to forget? No one ever forgets anything. Are you going back to her? I think you must have come from a long line of lawyers. I guess I'm interested. Well, we were two blind people in a city full of eyes. I was nothing until she came along. I never saw her. I might tell her hand or her voice. Her voice was like yours. Lower, but like yours. Like mine? Yeah, like yours is now, out here. Oh, so that's how it is. I, I just remind you of somebody. No. No, not of anybody in the world. And you're not going back? From you? I, I... I look... I don't like to watch people from a high place like this. They look too insignificant. 
Then let's get down there with them and be significant. <laughs> Come on. All right, all right. So Dan is walking on air. So he's writing a song about June and Moon because he met a dame named Mallory. But Kathy, how long can you keep it up? Until he goes back to marry Willie. Why should he go back if he falls for Mallory? And why should you care? You're Mallory and you're Mary Willie. How can you lose? I just want him to go back. Chick, I want him to become famous and great and happy. I want him to become a lot of wonderful things. But I want him to stay the man he used to be. Can you understand? The last time I tried to understand a woman... Well, like I said once before, I give up. That's the way she was, and you couldn't change her. Day after day, eating her heart out. Because Dan was more in love all the time. Must have looked pretty hopeless, I guess. Except for one thing. We neither of us counted on music for sweet. It did things to that crowd at Carnegie Hall. And to Dan, too, I guess. I was standing in the wings with him. All of a sudden, he turned to me. Chick, do me a favor, will you? Yes, I'll have to. You're a big man. Well, I have to go out there and take a vow. I'll have to hang around for a while. You take Kathy back to the hotel. Tell her to wait. She's going to think that's awful funny. Well, I'll tell her that's the way I want it. Tell her it's important. I've got to talk to her. Chick, you'll do it, huh? Yeah, I'll do it. I can't, Chick. Don't you understand? I know what he wants to say, and I don't want to hear Listen, it. he'll be here any minute now. He's a great success now. He'll think he has a right to tell me. He'll tell me he loves me, and I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear him say it, Chick. If I let him out... There he is. He's here. Chick? You go in. Tell him I've gone. Tell him anything. I'll get out the other door. No, no, no. Wait here. I'll take care of Dan. Hey, Chick! Yeah, yeah. Coming, coming. Boy, you sent me wadding tonight from here on in. Chick, where's Kathy? Kathy? Uh, yeah, well, you see... She's uh, gone, huh? Oh, that's too bad. I was hoping I could tell her myself. I guess you'll have to do it, Chick. Do what? Tell her I've gone back to San Francisco. Back to the blind girl who gave me my eyes. Huh? You can do it. You know how. You fronted for me often enough. Maybe it won't be necessary. Now, huh? save the spiel. I've got to pack and catch a train. I mean, maybe you won't have to catch a train. Maybe you won't have to go to the coast. Stop talking, will you? I got... Hey... That's music for Sweeney. Who's in there? Who's playing it? Who knows it? Mary. Mary, I didn't know you were here. I... Kathy. Hey, what is this? You need the whole place to fall in on your bub? Mary, Kathy, they're both the same. The same? Light me a torch, will you, chum? just heard Arthur Kennedy and Merle Oberon in a distinguished performance of RKO Radio's famous motion picture, Night Song. And now, back on stage for a few final words. Here are the stars of our play tonight, Miss Merle Oberon and Mr. Arthur Kennedy. Hugh, I just want to say what a great pleasure it is to appear on this stage. This radio program supports one of our greatest causes, the motion picture Country House and Hospital. And I'm sure all of us in Hollywood are proud to share in that work. Isn't that so, Arthur? 
It most certainly is. And Merrill, that makes a very fitting swan song for night song. So why don't we run along and let you, Douglas, announce next week's show? <laughs> as graceful an exit as I've ever heard. Come on in, Hugh. Good night, everybody. Thanks again. Good night. Next week, another great show on Stars in the Air. A hard-hitting, realistic drama filled with exciting scenes and building to a terrific climax. It's 20th Century Fox Studios' fast-moving picture, The Dark Corner. And it will star Howard Duff and Virginia Gray. Night Song was presented through the courtesy of RKO Radio Pictures. Currently distributing the Jerry Wald, Norman Krasner presentation, Clash by Night. Starring Barbara Stanwyck, Paul Douglas, Robert Ryan, and Marilyn Monroe, and produced by Harriet Parsons. Merle Oberon will soon be seen in the Technicolor production, 24 Hours in the Life of a Woman, co-starring Richard Todd and Leo Jen. Arthur Kennedy will soon be seen starring with June Allison in A Girl in White, a Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer production. Stars in the Air is transcribed in Hollywood, with music under the supervision of Alexander Courage. Our play was adapted and directed by Harry Cronman. This is Hugh Douglas speaking. And remember, be sure to listen to Stars in the Air again next week at this same time. If you like Arthur Godfrey, you'll love King Arthur Godfrey's Round Table. It's in session every Sunday afternoon on most of these same CBS radio stations, bringing you the very best moments from all of Arthur Godfrey's weekday sessions. There's music, song, and fun with Arthur Godfrey and all the little Godfreys when King Arthur Godfrey's Round Table holds open court Sundays on CBS radio. And remember, the comedy treat that can't be beat is Jack Benny time, Sundays on the CBS Radio Network. <laughs>